started the first Zoom call almost an hour and a half ago. It takes us an hour and a half to prepare for like an hour long podcast. Where so we look, we talk out of our asses about F1. Well, honestly, we, we, I would say maybe five percent of that was preparation. Ninety-five percent of that was bullshitting, just catching up and having fun. Yeah. Look, when you off. were a top-level actor, <laughs> when you were in the theater and you're doing Broadway shows, you have these things that you exercise with, that you stretch the throat muscles out with. You words you Cox. say. Free Shakespeare in the Park is not um, Broadway. Sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Right. Bring it down a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not where I was going at all. All I'm saying is Cut that, you like, you know, no matter thespian. what, no, no matter what, you have to do these exercises. It's like stretching your legs before you run. Hussein Bolt would never just go to a race cold. He might eat chicken nuggets before a race, but he never just goes into a race cold. He does his warm up. He does his stretches, and our stretches are just riffing on random shit that has nothing to do with Formula One. And so that's, true. that's our mother pheasant plucker or unique New York before the uh, <laughs> the, the podcast. I like the mother <laughs> pheasant mother pheasant plucker. Yeah, try saying that five times fast right now. Just it try. sounds like a try like, saying it just try saying it mother pleasant pucker. No, you already okay, fucked it up. It. <laughs> that sounds so like something that like so uh, like mother pheasant know, feather plucker. No, you've already fucked yeah, you're, you fucking yeah, your librarian would say that mother instead of saying plucker. motherfucker. Yeah. Mother pheasant mother plucker. Pheasant oh, mother pheasant plucker. Mother pheasant plucker. No, you already fucked it up, Tommy. Fuck you fucked it up. Fuck this. All right, let's talk about fucking Formula One. Jesus <laughs> Should we talk about Formula One? Let's fuck talk about Formula One. Shit. All right, look, before, before we talk about Formula One, we have to pass to the gate. So and that gate is welcome to the Tire Preference Podcast. Hello. Howdy. Shalom. I'm Jake, along always... With Tyler, hi, and Dave, yo, and we're here to talk about some Formula One, and Formula One accessories, and Formula One things, <laughs> all of the Formula One stuffs. I just saw Hank Hill there for a second. <laughs> My friend got he sent me a picture of a tattoo, and it was like Hank is a leather daddy, and it was like. I sell propane and propane accessories. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Yeah. There's our intro. Right. Dive head first. (laughs) Well, first off, you know, I guess we haven't done this in a long time. So, uh, what you guys drinking? Oh, yeah. shit. You know what? I think it's been a few. It's been a few. So this is like, this is like a, a, uh, it, it might a not be thing. spoken of every time, but this is a drink along podcast. Drink whatever you want. Could be a water, could be a beer. We're drinking beer. The idea is we just want to, you know, kind of make up this atmosphere. We're just a couple of buddies drinking beers, talking F1. That's so, what I mean. That's basically down to the core. That's all it really is. That's hand, really so. all it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Good days and bad days. So, Tyler, what are you drinking over there? I'm drinking Sierra Nevada Pale Ale in the 19.2 fluid ounce can. Oh, look at you. I'm also drinking Sierra Nevada. I have Torpedo IPA in the 16 ounce can. Yeah, they are uh, delicious. And uh, I got two of them. Very nice. Nice. <clears throat> uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on a blue moon. And uh, Oh, I even... where's your orange? Oh. 
I even bought an orange and was going to slice it up and everything, but then I was like, it's going to be a lot of hassle to do while fucking doing a podcast. So <laughs> I'm just doing straight out the can tonight. We're gonna, I'm going to eat the orange on its own. Would you say you have raw dog in the blue, blue moon? moon? Is raw dog in the blue moon? Raw oh. dog in a blue moon. No citrus in that. I think Annie almost blew snot out her nose laughing because she was trying to hold it back <laughs> after you said raw dog in a blue moon. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a blue moon with an orange. <laughs> Sorry, you have to have a orange with the blue moon. You just don't, you don't need a beer every time you have an orange. <laughs> I like your style, though. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Every time I grab into a navel orange, I always have to have me a blue moon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time I have orange juice, there better be Coors Light nearby. Yeah, or like champagne, it. really. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you got to get your mimosa on. In Fuck yeah, it is not just a brunch drink. Don't let them, you know, don't let them fool you. You can have a mimosa whenever you want. I fucking love mimosas. Basic bitch. I love mimosas. Yeah. I worked with some guy who was like a, you know, manly man. You know, I own, you know, a truck and I, you know, do chew and I watch sports and all that stuff. And I brought up having mimosas at brunch. He's like, man, I could never do that. I'm like, what? Go to brunch? He's like, no, have a mimosa. It's like a girly drink. I'm like, you've never fucking had one that they're delicious. They're like, orange juice? Yeah. He's like, yeah. I'm like, it's orange juice with alcohol. And he goes, no, ain't doing it. Mimosa is a girly drink. Um. Yeah. No shame in my game. I fucking love mimosas. They mimosas are, are a delicious drink. Yeah, yeah. I, they're so good. They're so good. If you have never had, one, I mean, you fight one. off scurvy yes. and get drunk at the same time. That's mm-hmm. the best, and it's of socially both acceptable to drink it at like in the morning if you're having right. mimosa. Yeah, it's brunch, mm-hmm. bro. What are you talking yeah. about? Fuck yeah, this is socially acceptable. There was uh, <laughs> last thing I want to talk about on alcohol talk on the tire reference podcast is there was a trend going around for a while on Instagram where people were showing how they mixed orange juice with uh, champagne. Ooh, yeah. And my favorite one <laughs> was, and if you're a chemist, you'll get this reference. Uh, they had the full flute of champagne. There was almost no room. And what they did was they took the jug of orange juice and they put it on the other side of the flute. So if you can imagine in your mind, you have, between your hand and your body, a flute of champagne, and in your hand is a juice. And they would shake the juice, and they would waft the scent oh, no. of the juice no. over, over the uh, over the, the the rib of the uh, uh, <laughs> champagne. <laughs> now that's a mimosa. Because you don't yeah. you don't smell out of a beaker or a tube in chemistry. No, it you, kill waft you. It. you waft it. You waft. Yes. Amazing. One of my favorite videos. Is guy, he takes a a whole fucking bottle of champagne and he kind of like cuts Sorry for the, the bottom voice. of like a bottle of uh simply orange juice out that he cut a lot of it like half of it out of and Mm -hmm. he chugs like a fucking both things at one time it's just like the look on his face is and he just belched like it was fucking one of the loudest (laughs) belches i've ever seen like you see his teeth spread a little bit fuck yeah it was great okay formula one Formula, formula one, one. let's talk about formula one well let's uh i think we should uh just start with jumping straight into the formula one news because uh we're not coming off a race weekend it is a race week so that's exciting and we'll get to that later in the podcast but right now let's start out with a nibble 
Um, yeah, let's start but, out with some news. A little, news. you want a little nibble news. of news? A little nibble? Um, this is breaking news. So this is a shocker. <laughs> so everyone, yeah, this is breaking as of. Check with the breaking fucking news, but I gotta pull it up on my goddamn phone. It was breaking as of 11 hours ago. F1 uh-huh. and the Austrian Grand Prix uh-huh. have signed another contract to extend oh. it for four years. The oh. reason it's breaking news and such a shocker is Red Bull is now a two-time world champion in the last two years, and they extended their race that all the Max Verstappen fans come to. Big surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. no kidding. Yeah. Big money maker. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, that's a smart move by F1. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. That's a cool track. I like that track too. Um, it is fun too. It's fast. It's technical. It's short. So, like, you see a lot of people getting lapped, and you have to deal with like a lot more traffic than you would at say, mm-hmm. like, um fucking like in austin or something or well, where it, they race the british grand prix it, so <laughs> it, it definitely makes uh <laughs> it definitely makes uh watching the, the, uh, one of the biggest races on the fucking calendar yeah it yeah, definitely well, makes lost... watching the uh the uh practices more interesting yeah and qualifying so it's something to pay attention to on those on that race for sure yeah and it might be the biggest race on the calendar over in England, but there's a fucking uh, bay full of tea that says, I don't give a shit. Right. Just kidding. I like that race. Um, <laughs> well, and, so when I read, so I read that and I was like, oh, so first off, my reaction was, oh, and I like ran around the room and I was like, you know, punching the air and just out of excitement and all that. <laughs> and then I realized that um, Austria spelled Austria, not like Belgium. And I got really fucking just like, whatever, dude. Because I thought they were extending what? the contract to Spa, not... Oh, uh, I thought oh. they already did that. Yeah, but I thought they extended it even more. So, like, my first thing, like, when I, I think this is, like, in my heart, I'm just hoping that they just keep Spa around forever. So, I, I even, mean, the, the, even though they just had a... In- iconic track on the calendar i don't i don't see it going away uh barring like i don't know a war another u.s race (laughs) coming in and taking over i'm sure there's gonna be another one it's like the oh we're gonna race in downtown manhattan now yeah i was gonna say the race of detroit yeah (laughs) imagine like one pothole it's gonna look like what's it uh jensen button that had like the or was it Max Verstappen that had the critical failure and they were going both down the main street and both off. the front wheels just exploded? No, that was back. That was before Max's time. Was that Button? That one. No, it wasn't Button. Button, I don't think he ever drove a Red Bull. Kvyat? Or what? No, no what was it? What's the other guy's name? Uh... I don't know. Oh, what neither of those guys. I'm pretty sure it was, sure it was awesome. Button. It was not Jensen Button. Jensen Button didn't fucking drive for Red Bull. I'm going to look it up right now. But I do have some Jen Button news while we're on the topic of it. Yeah, Jen Button signed a three race contract with NASCAR, and he's going to be racing alongside. um, Oh, I saw that. uh, Kim Kimi Raikkonen in Austin, Texas, this year. Yeah, I saw that, and there was a uh, a NASCAR driver. I saw one of his interviews, and he had like some. I I shouldn't even open my mouth because I don't even. What I'm talking about. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I fucked it up. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so it's pretty cool. And then he's also going to do 24-hour Le Mans because they're going to use a um, like a NASCAR Camaro, I think. They're going to be racing basically like a NASCAR at 24-hour Le Mans this year. And Jensen Button is going to be piloting that little... Can a NASCAR handle Le Mans? We're going to find out. It was Sebastian Boomy in 2010. Told you. Um. Anyway, yeah. So if you haven't seen that video, look it up. It's um. I'm sure you fans have seen it. It's a Red Bull, or no, it's a Toro Rosso driving down the track, and all of a sudden the front wheels just blow off of it. I've seen it actually pop up on my uh, reels a couple of times in the last like two weeks. Yeah. Same season. Uh, it's really bothering me that I don't know who that fucking driver was. Anywho, we're gonna move on. We're gonna or move put on in the comments or something if we can. Yeah, I'll put it in the comments. Uh, <laughs> moving on. All right, who's next? Who's got something? Okay, I, I guess didn't. I'll go. Uh well so here... <laughs> <That was> research. <laughs> and I'll jump at once. <laughs> well, uh, Dave, do you have anything you want to talk about? No, not at all. Dude, <laughs> I I just edited the last podcast we did. After I got off work today. And I'm going to have to edit this one tomorrow before get it out for the next race weekend. So, yeah, my 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 weekend's been way or my whole fucking last two weeks been way too hectic to. Yeah, pay attention to too much. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Yeah. I'm ill prepared. Well, you're it's bananas out there. I did, I did all my <laughs> research very last minute. <laughs> Yeah, so um, one thing that I can talk about, Weber, Mark Weber, that was the guy I was thinking of. Boom. Boom, it just came to me. So one thing I can talk about is uh, Ferrari. Um, Man, not off to a great start. No. Nope. How good is that start going for them, Jake? Not very good at all. So we have... um, a bit of grid penalty for Charles Leclerc because he is on his third uh, ECU after the first race, and each team gets allocated two for the whole fucking 23, 22 race season. Yeah, and we're uh, already on our third on race now, two. Yeah, well, so <laughs> here's something else to think about. Uh, if the ECU is a problem in one car, it's going to be a problem in both cars. So... We're thinking Carlos Sainz might also have some fuck up later. And that's assuming that fucking they can figure Leclerc's car out after the second race of the 22 race yeah. season. So yeah. we could, it's a 10 place grid penalty, yeah. which is you know, steep. You know, it's funny. Big. I was, I was talking to Andy today and I was like, you know, I think I might've picked my team way too early i should have watched a few seasons before i picked a team to... <laughs> fuck you fuck you fuck you dave but no Fucking... i still can't deny i still I, I picked my team because i love ferraris they're beautiful cars i still stand by that but they're Fucking yeah, F1 like team it. is fucking up, man, and it's it's a it's a face irritating. Palmer. It is <laughs> it's, it's... irritation. <laughs> hey, it is I, straight yeah. irritation. That's what it's like being a Ferrari fan. It's just 
it's it's a lot of emotional investment with not much return <laughs> well at least for the last what 20 years 16 years 15 years something that's like a that. lot of fucking years man it's a lot of years <laughs> like, yeah especially for me coming in i don't know what winning feels like god damn it i want to feel like that. <laughs> it's disappointment wrapped like. up in scarlet <laughs> sadness uh well i mean i've got a couple of race wins i cheered about but <sighs> it's just looking like Red Bull this year is going to be unfucking another dominant and, force. Yeah, um, Ferrari is just going to you it know showed. fizzle out. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're going to be fucking surpassed by uh, Austin Martin. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's. <laughs> Can you just imagine like Lance Stroll next season, or not Lance Stroll, just like Charles Leclerc stepping out of his pit box and then fucking. Lance Stroll is in the box next to him, but just like one spot for right. her up. Hey neighbors. You know, I saw them doing <laughs> I saw them doing fairly well this season, but I was thinking, you know, maybe best of the rest, not like fighting for the top three. That's like that's yeah. crazy stuff. It's so fucking annoying. And so also, Ferrari I to be Aston, fighting Aston for Aston best Martin of the rest. Or... Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it hurts to even think about. Yeah, man, that takes the wind out of your sails faster than like um, them fucking up a pit stop, right? Yeah, you know, you joke now, but just wait, like six to ten years, Red Bulls gonna be doing the same fucking shit. <laughs> six mm-hmm. to ten years. Six to ten years. <laughs> That's all right. I got six to ten years to just mm, just build it up. <laughs> well, what while you can? That's all I'm gonna say. One day. Yeah, no shit. Ferrari will be back day. on top. I honestly think that, like, I hate to even say this, but I'm getting, like, really terrible Williams vibes from Ferrari, where you're just, like, you you are a fish out of water. You're not, like, a fucking lion of the Serengeti hunting down well, the gazelle. The, the thing is with Ferrari, though, they're, they're, like, they have more money coming in than Williams. Like, Williams was a racing. That's all they do, right? They don't make cars. They don't have other... Like Ferrari, they're not gonna. I mean, go you could argue that Ferrari does the same fucking thing. They make, they sell cars to race. That's the no, whole don't, life don't. is racing. Yeah. So and, they'll be back on top. This is, don't this, kill my dreams. This is all they care about, Dave. They don't care about fucking any other racing. They care about F1. And what are they well, doing? They're not doing a very good job of caring well, about they don't F1 care right that now. much about they it. They were apparently. like, oh, we have the pace <laughs> of the Red Bull this year. And you're like, okay, well, you went out for a lap. And got the same time as a Red Bull that was on a lap. And you know, did you have the same fucking fuel? Race pace was not a fucking thing. Can we back this up really quick? Because you said that they were, what did you say? They had the pace of the Red Bull or like they could fight the Red Bull. Or what, is it, what did you say? What was the wording? Just a second ago. You want to yeah. back up like 0.2 seconds? No, so saying like, they're like, oh yeah, we have the pace. We can be Red Bull. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like. We're just as fast as Red Bull. We can do a Red oh, Bull. Oh no, event. they cannot. No, they, they no, said they, they had a they had the the pace of a Red Bull for a lap. You're right. They did have the pace of a Red Bull for a lap, which was the opening race of the season, and they both broke down. Uh, last year, mm-hmm. and this year was it the same track? So Is that the joke you're trying to make? It's a stretch. Like the year year ago. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So no. Uh, in practice and and whatever, Ferrari kept saying like, "Oh, we have, you know, we're on pace like in qualifying." It's like, okay, yeah, under optimal 
you know, conditions where you don't have to fucking think about nothing. You just know to make the car as fast as possible. Sure. You have comparable speed to the F1, but as far as race pace goes, good fucking night. There's nothing, nothing's keeping up with the, those, those Red Bulls. It's just going to be a really nope. dominant season for them. And yeah, it's going to be is. a really fucking boring season, to be honest with you. It's going to be like, you know, Mercedes was like three years ago, where it's just like, okay, well, uh, well, let's see how much Lewis Hamilton can win by. Yeah. Well, well the thing gonna, that's going to be I feel like it's this... going to be. Oh, sorry. Uh, no, sorry. I was just going to say, it's like, if, barring any like crazy DNFs like last season, I think Verstappen's going to beat his race wins record from last season. Yeah, you're probably not wrong. I think that's the kind of year we're looking at. And <laughs> all these. All these teams are like, oh man, you just wait, just wait till we get our upgrades. Once we get our upgrades, man, brother, we're gonna be so good. And it's just like, I don't, I don't see him making up that. I don't know why. Yeah, I just don't. Mercedes, it takes takes McLaren, Ferrari. I just don't. I don't see it happening. So someone else who's not having a very good season so far is Lando Norris. Oh, no Mercedes, yeah. <laughs> Close. Oh, well, well. Mercedes. Like it's, they <laughs> so they're doing talk shit and um they so they started off the season with no side pods still. And it's just so the whole like no side pods thing for me is like Mercedes being really out of character and not mm. going, you know. <clears throat> We are German. We are just going to do the best idea for the thing, and if it doesn't work out, we can go on to the next great idea. And but they're not doing that. They're like doubling down, and they're you know they're getting a little fucking ornery about it. So like we're just going to like the the no side pause is a good fucking idea. We're it just sounds, gonna keep rolling with it. Yeah, it sounds no, like you know what we're talking about. Drive faster. Like yeah, it sounds yeah. like uh, Zephira says this is a good yeah, idea. No so we are going yeah. to stick with it. <laughs> we're yeah, going no to shit. stick with it. Better be like it or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they have chosen, but then I hear tell that um, you know the next major aero package includes. Side pods. Side pods. Yeah, they're bringing the side pods. Um, Yeah, I mean, come on, that was you're beating a dead horse trying to trying to get that to work, and it it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked. Bring back the side pods. Well, not the side pods for arrow. And Lewis Hamilton was at best fifth fastest the last race. And this is the thing that's going to fuck Mercedes is that shit takes time. Like it It takes takes them a little while to design it. Build it, manufacture it, get it, and even then, if they show up, that might not be the answer to all their fucking problems. Right. Um, it was just fucking ridiculous because you know preseason testing last year, they ran real strong. They because they had side pods, and then they yeah, come they to did. the race, gone no side pods, porpoising out the wazoo, fucking terrible season. And they've already rumored that this season's going to be scraped for the next season. That's why mm. I did immediately. Like last year when they brought in those that zero side pod thing and were just failing, why didn't they immediately bring back their side pods? They had them. No. They used them in testing. Fucking had them right back yeah, exactly. in. I think it has a lot to do with the cost cap, and they probably just you know they got they 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 trashed the side pods and they thought this is going to be great. And let's invest all of our money in other shit like paint and you know. <laughs> and this year they decided to not go with paint, so they have side pod money. Yeah. Let's just 
kind of like I think I just can't help but think this that Mercedes is the next Ferrari. Like they're just uh, on the I mean, slow, it's looking that way. The slow the styrofoam maybe, cup. Maybe they'll uh, like buffer sailing Ferrari's down the collapse. ocean to the Marianas Trench. They're getting smaller and smaller and smaller, but they're there still. Yeah. It's fucking awful. I hate it. Yeah. So that's also kind of stirring the rumor mill because it sounds like um, if Lewis Hamilton keeps getting a little frustrated, he might have his eyes on Ferrari. Um, Say you got what two Ferrari contracts up in 2024, right? Yeah, uh, but here's the thing though: <laughs> Ferrari is becoming less and less desirable. <laughs> well, I mean, no shit. Like, like, Mercedes got to like, be pretty goddamn bad. That'd be like someone be like, "Man, you know, growing up, I really like Williams." You know, like the <laughs> 70s or whatever. You know, I really want to be on Williams like in 1980 when they started or 90 or whatever the fuck. I don't know when Williams started doing shitty because I've been watching F1 that long. But I do think that's that you might be onto something there. Like, I think growing up, like if you grew up and got into the sport of F1 and like you're racing there, like the iconic team to drive for was Ferrari. So uh, to even 100%. have yeah, yeah. like two seasons there, even if you just, you know, was it didn't have a plan chance on winning the championship, but you just did it, you know. Um, right. They're like the Yankees. It's like Secretly, everyone wants to wear those pinstripes. You can't say no. Everyone wants mm. to wear them pinstripes. Yeah. I would equate it to uh even though Lewis Hamilton's not retired, but when Marshawn Lynch came out of retirement for the Seahawks to play one season or two seasons with the Raiders because he was from Oakland. Yeah, he just wanted you there are certain teams that you just want to play on. Yeah. So but, that that's my guess. But but there's been no football players that have ever come from Cleveland that have come out of retirement to play for the Browns for a season. So yeah, no <laughs> shit. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> well, the other thing too, like with fucking uh or someone's just like, I have to play for the Dolphins for a year. Like <laughs> yeah. I'm from Miami. Like Brett um, Favre is not like getting a two course class at Michigan State to play on their fucking football team. Yeah. <laughs> first season. Um oh shit. What was I gonna say? I had something to add to that. Oh, but that's the thing, is like I don't know if there's gonna be any openings to Ferrari unless Charles Leclerc gets real fucking tired of what he's doing. In which case that Mercedes seat might seem pretty interesting to him. I'll say uh, you he, know what <laughs> seems like he's getting more frustrated and more frustrated and yeah i mean you can even like just look at the interviews between like so last season charlotte claire you know defeated beat down bummed out preseason mm-hmm. charlotte claire uh slightly optimistic we're not saying on cloud nine but he's like he sees some potential and then post first race um Interview Charlotte Claire is the exact fucking same as the end of the year Charlotte Claire. So is same, uh, just like you know this so is you're fucking... saying. Mattia Bonotto was not the problem. <laughs> no, I don't. I think the I think the car is the problem. I think well, it, I think it's, the it's, it's like higher the CEOs, up is the problem. The CEOs are kind of god handing a lot of the things, and they're not letting the the people that have been boots on the ground dictate what's happening. They're just going well. I'm the boss and I say what's happening and shareholders and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right. And, and just cause you know how to sell cars does not mean, you know how to, you know, manage a fucking race team. I, oh, I'm in 
It's the most successful office in Ferrari. We sell the most Ferrari cars out of any dealership, whatever. Don't mean you know how to run a race team. So watch out the motherfuckers that have worked their way up from wheel gun man to arrow engineer to team boss decide how the fucking car should work. Yeah. But that's just it's like take a page out of Red Bull's book and and let them be kind of autonomous from their parent company and let them just kind of do their (laughs) racing thing. That's a lot fucking easier when your parent company's making energy drinks and not cars. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) to fund the um you know to fund the F1 racing team. I feel like there's and this is no pun on their color. I feel like there is a lot of red tape at Ferrari. There's (laughs) a lot of red tape. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> it's not red tape it's green white and red tape at Ferrari. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're italian you don't we don't to us yeah we're italian yeah, if, if, if you don't listen to us that's pasta la vista pasta la vista <laughs> you're getting a salt water brine boil yeah exactly <laughs> 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 that's how they execute people at Ferrari. Yeah, I was it's just thinking like that's the day. fucking yeah. like the lobsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we did it like the lobsters. Dirt, you know, you get, do what you gotta do. If you fuck up a Ferrari, you get exiled to New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like you have to live in like a little Italy section. (laughs) Like you live in little Italy of New Jersey, and it's just a bunch of people like from the fucking Jersey Shore TV show. Mm -hmm. Like Matteo Benito was was you know in the beginning of Drive Survive, driving around driving around in the old Fiat in the orchards or the vineyards of Italy, like living high society, and now he's driving down to the L store in a fucking AMC Pacer, <laughs> Gremlin, yeah. getting a brown bagger to take home. Yeah. He's just, he's he's just brown bagging to watch dog. a race weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's like his wife telling him, the fuck you buy? Just come along next. Leave me alone, dude. Yeah. Fuck. I like to oh. think it's like, it's either like that or the ending of Goodfellas, when he's just like, <laughs> we can get every Thing we want the whole world is for our take and we work for ferrari <laughs> and now you order a plate of spaghetti and you get egg noodles with ketchup on it like an awesome another party when you start fucking up in ferrari is with ray leota's driving on the road noticing it's a helicopter following him yeah, exactly. like, Ferrari's following you because you suck no there's this electrical issue in the car it's like so the doc took pity on me and he gave me some valium <laughs> <laughs> So what did I do? I told her, I was like, you need to talk to the drivers about whatever tire strategy they want. What does she do? She didn't fucking do it. Right. If you selling, selling drugs is managing. So managing a cruise is managing an F1 team. Selling drugs is winning racing. And pretty much Goodfellas is an F1 documentary. Yeah, exactly. And like when he's in prison and, uh, you know, he's making all of his money, that's just Ferrari selling cars to the general public. So like when, you know, they send, Matteo to like a dealership when he comes back it's with like Polly's just like okay that shit you did in prison that was just to get you through that like now <laughs> you're straight you're back to the F1 team right <laughs> yeah and and uh, what's his name Vassar is um, fucking um, you think I'm a clown funny like a clown with a oh, yeah. guy's <laughs> Joe, Joe Pesci, Pesci. <laughs> yeah Vassar is Joe Pesci <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like him yeah yeah <laughs> so like they let Matteo go. He's like, I got fifteen hundred dollars in an F forty. 
for a lifetime. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, extravagant spending, I got some other news we can talk about. Sure, yeah, let's move on from the yeah, F1 comparison. Ferrari <laughs> being compared to Goodfellas. Just selling drugs. <laughs> so, um, uh, MSC Cruises and Formula One joined forces. Who? Oh, oh MSC yeah, Cruises. <laughs> MSC Cruises. I don't know what the fuck MSC stands for because uh, the you know 20 minutes of research I did didn't tell me. But uh, So, like, cruises, cruise, ship, cruise ships? It's like a cruise ship. I think it's out of um, England because the money involved is in pounds and not euros. So, and they are they've had Brexit, so that's yeah, kind of a yeah. thing now. Um, but yeah, the uh, the the uh, I, I I can only assume that MSC stands for Majesty or Majesty Ship Cruises, like Majesty Majesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep wanting to say Majesty, but I mean like Majesty. majesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, ships. I know. Yeah, I think that I know. dash cruise. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what that stands for. But um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> some some fun thing is like the HMS used to be Her Majesty's <laughs> ship, but I mean they don't have to change an acronym because you know there's a man there, yeah, so it's, it's his his Majesty ship. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so the uh, uh the the Vir the Virtrosa the the Virtrosa uh it's big big old cruise ship you know, which I just gotta say. Cruise ships look goofy as fuck in the ocean. They don't look they like do. they should exist. They're they look like they're going to topple over. Like, yeah. like, don't take a turn at more than two degrees because you're going to flip the fuck over. Just... They don't have a lot of draft. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. And they you also, want, like... Didn't you go on a cruise ship not that long ago? And yeah, a number of times. <laughs> did I could did you get the dude. shits from it? No, they I had, like, these, like, wings that dish. came out in rough seas, so it made it super smooth. It wasn't, like, outriggers? Yeah. Huh. Well, they came out under the water. It was, you know, little stabilizers at, at the uh, aft and. What the fuck the wouldn't ship. you have those just like all the time? Yeah. Well, you don't need them all the time to drag, but yeah. during rough seas, they help stabilize. I uh, I don't have sea legs, so I would be uh, hurling the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I do well in the sea. I'm okay there. Yeah, I'm not too bad on the sea. The uh, last time I was on a boat, I kept noticing that, like, after we got off the boat, I got on land, and I was still feeling like I was on the boat. I felt like at the family reunion, I felt like for like a day afterwards, it was like it wasn't until the next morning did I feel like I was not on a boat. <laughs> last time I was last on a boat, on... we went we went shark diving, and I was hungover, and I still didn't throw up. I don't remember the last time I was on a boat, like the date, but it, I feel like it was more recent than I than I than I'm thinking. It was fairly recently i went on a fishing boat out of the uh, oregon depot bay um mm-hmm. and i depot. had stayed up late drinking and we got out on the boat the next day and i had a rock star and a little instant oatmeal and i Yaxed was the only up. person on the boat to throw up <laughs> right <laughs> so could have been your prep over. meal there but so uh yeah. speaking of so like getting back on the subject of big big boats big the biggins. Um, this boat's fucking huge. It's got like six pools on it. It's got a kid section. Jesus age. Bars. Yeah. Oh, Jesus age Christ. Jesus age. Yeah. So <laughs> they are teaming up with F1. So when you buy passage on this boat for this thing, you are buying F1 passage. And it comes with certain perks and all that stuff. And you can buy like 
a cabin only or a cabin and an F1 ticket. So cabin only is like you're on the boat, the boat's in the dock, the race is happening, you're on you're in your fucking, you know, on the waterline porthole. I can view out of that. You're getting shitty reception on your phone. You're probably gonna be in the dining hall. Whatever. Cabin plus F1 ticket, you like you get a ride there, and then you get to come out of the crew quarters to go look at the race from a mile away or whatever. And then you got like the F1 experience and all that. But who cares about what the rabble can afford? I want to know the most exquisite, best thing, and that is the cabin plus F1 premium hospitality suite, whatever the fuck. Yeah, pinkies high. Raise your nose a little bit, about ten degrees. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, with this uh, all-inclusive package, you get exclusive suite accommodations. Choosing between um, the Aria experience, I don't know what the fuck that is, or the MSC Yacht Club, which sounds pretty dope. I mean, yeah. honestly, if it's between the two of those, uh, I don't know what I'm the fuck the first club? thing is. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Yacht Club. Like... <laughs> Yeah, with a monocle in. What's this? A 34 degree, 34 foot tiny ass fucking lifeboat? This thing's barely longer than an inflatable. Your luxury yacht is my. Lifeboat, basically, I've like had your, your workout is my this. warm up. Yeah. yeah, I've had dinner tables longer than this. <laughs> <laughs> I've had marriages longer than this. So, including that, you also yuppies. get the I know the three day <laughs> premium hospitality pass, and you get to uh, choose among turn one suite and the F1 paddock club. So I'm assuming that means you get to go between back and forth because it's and not or. So you can go to the turn one suite, which sounds fucking dope, or the F1 paddock club, which also sounds fucking dope. And I think well, I'm going to go with the F1 paddock are... club. Yeah, but the there. turn one suite, uh, right at turn one, mm-hmm. imagine what you that can see. That would be sweet. Right, it would ah! be sweet. Let's see what you did ah. there. <laughs> Right. Well, so I, I mean, I I really can take advantage of that because I'm an American. So I can what I could do is I could go into the paddock. <laughs> I'm an American. Let me oh, in. Yeah, I can paddock club. Get me my uh, lbs, my light beers, and then I can wide elbow it out to the uh, turn one suite and kind of spread them out and be like, "This is my son. I was standing here years ago," you know, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, turn one suite, which is fucking dope. Also includes premium trackside views, exceptional table service, guided paddock tour, and exclusive extras, which is does not list. Like, what's um, the extras? We don't know. I mean, the they're F1, exclusive, but right. what are they? Uh, they're exclusive and they're extra, so you don't get to know, but they're extra. So it's probably like a keychain or yeah, yeah. It's you get a cool lanyard like... with uh, your your favorite team. You get your photo. It's like green yeah. screened with like turn one, like you're on the track. No, you, you, get, know, you get to stand next to your favorite driver's along. cardboard cutout. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's your official like you know F1 experience pass on the boat, and it's got like the name of the boat on it, and it's just like F1 experience. So it's not actually like a licensed F1 piece. So you get to hand out the second place trophy, but you get to hand it to the guy that gives it to the driver. Yeah, you just. (laughs) 
True. Yeah, you get to go to the trophy presenting uh, ceremony, but it's where like F one presents the trophy to the people that are presenting the trophies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it says here the so I guess the difference is it's like that's the turn one suite. Which so if you have to choose either or, you can either choose the turn one suite, which is premium trackside views, exceptional table service, hospitality, guided paddock tour, and exclusive extras, or you can choose the F one paddock club. club based on this thing uh especially the last thing on the list here so uh the f1 paddock club includes the f1 pit lane walk which is dope track tour on a flatbed truck which is fucking cool totally dope f1 drivers and ambassadors appearances which i don't know but f1 drivers is in that list so that's gonna be fucking cool uh drivers ambassadors it's like uh, um what did they say no f1 drivers and ambassadors What was it that if you had a knight and then it was like the nicest apprent the knight's apprentice was um what squire. was that called? A squire. Yeah, exactly. You just see all the drivers squires, <laughs> squires. that are just like <laughs> running around with their race gear <laughs> and shit. Zipping, loading up water bottles and shit. Yeah. Uh, you Have also get world class dining experience and the best part, in my opinion, open bar. Open bar, dude. Open bar. Yeah. <laughs> That's a okay. that's a tire preference podcast. Good get is an open bar. <laughs> <laughs> we are pro tire open bar podcast. Good get. I like it. <laughs> tip, your, tip your bartenders. Everyone that's gonna be our new thing. It's like one of our new things. Tire, the good the official get. tire preference podcast. Good get is anything with an open bar. <laughs> This bar so, isn't even F1 related, but it's, no, it's not, open but it's a good it's an official good <laughs> it's get. It's a good get. Yeah, we need just like a rubber stamp that goes over. It's like good get. Right. Oh no, they play races on Sundays and you can get booze. It's a good get. That's gonna be one of our t-shirt designs. It's like the type reference podcast logo, but over it's like a rubber stamp of a good get. <laughs> yeah, it's just good get. <laughs> this is an open bar. Good get. Good get. But the bar was closed. <laughs> Bad get. Bad get. <laughs> but I, I walked into the L store with a shotgun and got free booze and cash. Good get. <laughs> yeah. I robbed the L store. Bad get. <laughs> I stole a bottle of Glenfinnage. Good get. So this all inclusive, you know, good get bar <laughs> thing, uh, that costs thirteen hundred and fifty pounds. Do you want to guess what that is in the U.S. a standard a dollar? Uh, fifteen hundred. Sixteen hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, Tyler remembers from before the podcast. Oh, what did I get it right? That's <laughs> you amazing. You guessed wrong from more. You know, fun story. <laughs> yeah, currently, um, it is sixteen hundred and thirty-nine dollars per person. Which I gotta say, for getting on a cruise ship, having a fucking like a proper sweet cabin, and then getting all the shit, sixteen hundred dollars in and all. I didn't mention not this too earlier. bad actually. This is all happening in Dubai. This is the Yas Marina circuit. Yeah, that's... that is a fucking screaming deal. Yeah, yeah that's like... I mean, but then you got to get there, which is like another $20 million. Well, you should go to the port of call that the, the boat starts at, so who the fuck knows 
it, it's is. not Seattle. I'll tell you no, that. No, it's not Seattle. <laughs> it's not you're LA. You're flying somewhere. Yeah. It's you're, not you're, Miami. You're jumping it's, the pond, yeah. as they say. Yeah, you are. There are no port of calls in your state. No, um, absolutely not. In, in so. any of our states right now, yeah. Uh, I got a few. Like, not for this. No, not for this. They're yeah. Not- could you imagine the, the cross-Atlantic trek and then you get to go to an F1 race? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be kind of dope for $1,600. Yeah, gas station sure. sushi. Like, fresh caught today. From where? This boat's like 100 <laughs> feet above the water. Like, yeah. <laughs> where the fuck are you getting the sushi from? It was freshly caught from the freezer. Yeah, we freshly caught this when my coworker threw it at me from the freezer. So, yeah, that's good. Get. I guarantee, though... Um, Next year, if so, if this is successful and a lot of people buy this next year, the tickets are going to be twice, three times. Oh, as fuck much yeah. For this. Oh, yeah, god. So if, if you're into this kind of thing and you've got the scratch to pay for it, fucking jump on it now because this will not be this cheap ever yeah, again. If you, if you have a honeymoon coming up, that's what you should be doing instead of anything else, right? If you have a honeymoon coming up, if you have a honeymoon on the horizon, on the horizon. You should go to this F1 experience that's not a whole lot of money and it'd be a really good time for everyone everyone. involved. So, speaking of the next race, moving on. (laughs) You beat me to it. Did we... Did we already talk about Leclerc? We we talked about Leclerc's 10-place grid penalty just briefly. Yeah, Yeah, I think we started right at the top. It was the... Opening gripe yeah, of we the just, podcast. Yeah, we we never we never really expanded on it. So, uh, I, I think if if I've already mentioned this, just cut whatever side Dave and editing post editing. But uh, he's got a a, a ten place grid penalty because he's taken a third ECU uh, so far this year, which sucks sticks and it's definitely ruining his morale. And actually, I know for a fact we talked about this earlier. I just didn't say that. Uh, Ferrari supplies shit to other teams and look out for science and Haas because they're going to have the same shit happening at some point this year. And yes. Alfa Romeo. Yep. Oh, yeah. Ferrari emissions or engines. And all I mean, so, if, if, if it's a trend that's going to happen with re- reliability for those engines, yeah. I see all those going down soon. Which really sucks when your whole offseason <laughs> mission was to what were they doing? Reliability. That what was the all fuck they were are they doing? <laughs> They were firing people. <laughs> yeah, they were fucking. Yeah, we went through the whole Goodfellas scenario a minute ago. Yeah, like, that's, that's what they're doing. doing. Yeah, Matteo Benito is. You know, they're fucking. Yeah, it's fucking couch cushions for bus fare now because it's fucking. <laughs> you know, Tracy's got the goddamn gremlin. She's like, you yeah. know, out buying cigarettes again. Fuck, <laughs> they let him go, and as like his you know golden balloon exit thing they gave him a fiat <laughs> yeah it's like the second <laughs> no! he stepped off the the boat the bus the greyhound bus to uh his fucking neighborhood in jersey his hair deflated and now it's like saying he's in a middle part all that stuff yeah exactly. <laughs> sad hair <laughs> and a gold necklace too <laughs> it just happened to be there like he never yeah, noticed so, it. he's got this affinity next... for yellow gold now <laughs> yeah the next race <laughs> The next race, fellas. Which Mattia will be watching from home in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At an odd time. <laughs> yeah. <she> to <laughs> watching it on like an old fucking tube TV. And so like the only thing in his apartment is like a fucking tube TV on the floor. 
crazy like Chinese takeout. And he's sitting <laughs> in a fucking lawn chair. <laughs> he's not sitting in a lawn chair. He's sitting on the edge of his bed, which is a mattress on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. a apartment. <laughs> There's fucking just assorted stellar twak hands all around him or some right. shit. <laughs> Well, so let's start off with the weather for this weekend. It's supposed to be sunny, no rain, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's, mid-80s. It's the fucking Arab desert. I mean, it's not going to be wet. Yeah. Be no, but they, they get rain there. Occasionally. Yeah. Are you talking about at the end of the race when they shower everyone in water? <laughs> uh, no, I actually looked it up. Uh they don't get no rain. <clears throat> I don't remember how much rain they get, but it's not. They don't get no rain. It's not. Yeah, they get rain. like what, like an inch a year or some shit. So on average, um, for this month, March, it's point uh eleven point eleven inches. Their wettest so like, month is like November. It's one point four. That's drizzle. that's a decent amount of rain for a month. For a desert, desert country, that's like an afternoon of a hard pour. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the the <laughs> there are some things, some measurements on this thing that are measured in millimeters, and then they have like in brackets inches, and a lot of them are zero because <laughs> so <laughs> few millimeters that they don't even equal an inch. Like fucking Jesus. September, uh, the the average rainfall in inches is zero because it's point one millimeter. Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah. you get some things from the. Hammer. It's a dry so, place. So yeah, it's in uh, it's a dry place. Yeah. Jeddah. It's right on the coast of the Red Sea, which is a big thing in uh, Saudi Arabia, which is a country located in which region? Middle East. Middle East. Wrong. East Asia. I don't know when they no. changed it, but they did. It's not called the Middle. Middle East. It's, it's called East Asia. Fucking Middle East. No, it's, it's East Asia. East. It's not in the middle of anything. It is. You're the middle of this. It's, 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 it's East Asia. Whatever. It's in between Asia and Europe. It's the Middle East. It's not it's in between Asia and Europe. It's in between Asia and Africa. Whatever. I knew that. It's a region. <laughs> That'd be like me. I guarantee, Dave, if I said Mexico is in South America, you'd be like, oh, actually, it's Central America. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we didn't change yeah. it recently either. So. Isn't Mexico part of North America actually? No, Central no. America. Central. It's North America continent, Central. but it's Central America region. Mm, potato, potato. Yeah, exactly. They're all imaginary. So, wow, that's how you feel about them, huh? <laughs> Mexico, no, all the boundaries are fucking imaginary. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, you ass. All right, <laughs> moving on. We got F one news to talk about. We have six minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess if you look up the continents in the Middle East, but if you look up the regions, it's East Asia. So you're splitting hairs there. <laughs> yeah. And yes, North America is part of the Mexico is part of the. Doesn't matter. Point is, we're in Jeddah. Um, and I was doing a little bit of research on Jeddah because I have an ADD brain. And I can't. I can't not. And so, uh, yeah, uh, Jeddah is, uh, it seems like a, you know, if you're a dude, pretty chill place to go. Uh, street track. If you're a straight, straight dude. Straight dude. That's yeah. your spot. Yeah. I, I wouldn't recommend it if you're of, uh, you know, like I am, 
the Irish Danish palish complexion thing. And I wouldn't recommend going there because of one simple and overbearing fact. And that is the sun. It is a desert landscape. You will not survive very well there. Pack sunscreen with the most zeros behind it. Just or wear, you know, like the locals do, wear whatever. What do you call that? Just uh, go out at night. Robes. Go out just, yeah, the robes that they wear. Um, yeah, go out at night. Not in a full moon, though. Um, well, you think yeah. they're wearing dresses, but that's very strategic. I mean, those are cool for that climate. They, they ain't yeah. doing they it for underneath. They're doing it for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's they've been thought they've thought about that for years for generations. Yeah. yeah so I, I went to look up like uh, some history of Jeddah, like we did with Interlagos uh, so long ago, and I forgot that you know Saudi Arabia is old as fuck, and their history goes back to the Ottoman Empire. And I was like, I don't have time for this, so <laughs> let's just do some uh, other things. Uh, so I, I went out there, and I don't know why I did this, but. I said, "Fuck it, let's uh, let's buy a house in in Jeddah." And I found a house for sale. Uh, it is a villa type house. It's in a uh, um, a newly expanding neighborhood. They're building roads out there and all that stuff. It's a villa type house, twenty eight hundred ninety five square foot. That's big. It's a big house. Jesus, almost yeah. three thousand square feet. Uh, and I noticed this with a lot of other house listings on the website that I was on, which I couldn't read because it was in Sanskrit and not in English. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I don't, I don't know how to read that. I'm sorry. I just, I don't. Um, But every single house had the bedrooms available plus made. Like they just assume you're going to have a house Employee, we'll a say that. That's the PC term now is a house employee. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this this house has a five bedroom house plus one for the house employee, which they put as made, which for some interesting reason was an English word on this website. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Sanskrit, 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 <laughs> made. made. Sanskrit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then something else I noticed with all these houses is there's always more bathrooms than bedrooms, which I guess is good um, because each bedroom gets its own bathroom and then you have like a common bathroom, but this one had six bathrooms. So off the top, it's most thousand square foot. It's a villa house. So standalone house, you don't get much of a backyard, uh, parking's on the street and you have a small driveway for two cars. It's five bed, five bedroom plus one for the house employee and then uh six bathroom. Do you guys want to guess how much that is US dollars? Uh, uh, I'm going to go with two mil. Uh, I'm going to say three mil, three half mil. So it is 1.8 million Saudi Arabia dollars. It is 480,000 US dollars. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. 480,000. If I can pull is... some strings, I could I could work that out. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's some houses in, in for me, Tyler's but... neighborhood that are half that. <laughs> They're twice as much. Yeah, that are fucking half the size and twice the price. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking crazy, but you also have to live in the goddamn desert, which sucks. Thanks. That's true. It just does. I don't. I don't care what desert it is. It just sucks to live in a desert. Yeah. 
All right, I think we're going to move on to our uh, race predictions. This being a race week, we like to do our race predictions on, you know. On race, race weeks. Weeks. On yeah. Race week. yeah we <laughs> so uh, we are heading to, if you didn't already know, from, you know, everything we've all, you know, talked about this fucking podcast so far, the the Jetta Street Circuit. Uh, it is a, uh, <clears throat> a really interesting circuit. It's pretty high speed. Uh, they, they they predict that like the Ferraris will do better here, but uh, they fucking say that about every goddamn racetrack. So we'll yeah, so we'll see. Yeah. I will tell you, I think this track, and I might be wrong about this, but I'm pretty sure this track has the most turns out of any F1 circuit on the calendar, and that uh, sit up with twenty seven, which is a Jesus. big. That's a lot of fucking turns. There are some turns that though like like 25 and 26 kind of are on the same stretch. I mean they are a DRS zone. So it's not it's not like actual like turn turns, but uh, Is that that big behind the lake kind of straight? It's turning. yeah, it's like the last not so straight or straight. Yeah. And then you have like the um uh, so it's like last year, that's where Leclerc was kind of trying. Like, so he did this in uh, Bahrain too. But this track, he was also trying to do the same trick on Verstappen, and it worked a couple of times, but not as effectively. Where he would let Verstappen pass him on turns twenty five, twenty six, and get him let him get around him on twenty seven, so he'd get DRS for the pit wall straight. Yeah, and ended up not working out for him too well because you know. He lost. Verstappen? <laughs> no, Leclerc. Verstappen did really well with it because he fucking won last year. Oh, so, yeah, that's, um, why, that's what happened was Verstappen. Yeah. yeah. Didn't the, uh, he the, the first turn during practice or what? qualifying? So didn't Verstappen eat it into a turn during qualifying too? Uh, yeah, I think so. And we also saw, I think, uh, Alonzo DNF this, on this track. I say, was this one of the Red Bull DNFs? I don't. Uh, Sergio Perez might have DNF'd on this. I think track. it was Perez DNF DNF'd on this. Yeah. Track. So first Grand Prix was in 2021. Number of laps is going to be 50. Your one lap circuit length is uh, 6.1 kilometers, which is pretty pretty is a decent length. Yeah. Uh, race distance total is going to be 308 kilometers, so about 300 kilometers distance is going to be every uh, race. And the lap record was in 2021 from Hamilton, 130.73 foe. So it's got three. Huh? Yeah, 130. It's It's got uh, three detection zones. One, of course, on the pitch straight, which we always have a detection zone. Then you have, uh, or not detection, but a DRS zone. The detection zone is right after turn 27 on that uh, first one. Then you have a detection zone between turns 16 and 17 for a sec two DRS, which goes around, starts just after turn 19, goes through turn 20, 21, and then ends at 22, where you immediately have another detection zone for the sector three DRS, because there's Three DRS zones in this fucking track. I like and that. Is I like around, three DRS zones. Yeah, more DRS yeah, zones than awesome. more better. But you have the third one, which is a swooping uh, DRS zone where they actually have the speed trap, and that's around turns uh, 25, 26, leading up to That's a big, long, sweeping, yes. not so straight. Not so straight. Yeah. What do they call that in, uh, in uh, 
fucking the grand tour that isn't straight that isn't, isn't straight, straight. Yeah. yeah yeah on the ebola drone <laughs> the ebola yeah drum. you could also call it um what do they call it the uh, i'm gonna butcher this word it's like i would keep wanting to say perennial but i know it's not the right one no, I just ignore that. Parabolic. Uh, no, no, it's not the, no, it's not the parabolic. It's it's like the last in a series of things. The penultimate. Penultimate. That's the one. Yeah, penultimate corner. That's uh, twenty-seven. So yeah, it should be uh, interesting. It's gonna be a bit of a dogfight. Uh, a lot of sharp turns. Lots of uh, you know places to get around. It's a street circuit, so it's gonna be tight. Not a lot of runoff on the turns. Uh, I would definitely look for more careful. Hundred percent. So it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. I, there's definitely gonna be some DNFs to go around. I would be very so surprised well. if we don't see yeah. a uh, safety car. But we'll get to that more, more now when we talk about our race predictions. So <laughs> who wants to go first? <clears throat> um, I, I do see. not. I'll go first. <clears throat> uh, race predictions. We're gonna huh? see. Race predictions. Uh, we're gonna see Red Bull uh, one two. Max Verstappen on top. Rock and roll. Fuck yeah. Um, and then low hanging fruit. Shut up. Um, maybe um, we'll see uh, Fernando Alonso on the podium again. Um, so that's I'm going one two three. I'm going three Red Bulls again. Um and my wild card is Fernando Alonso wins. Oh mm. wow. 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 Dave, you want to uh grace us with uh, your opening? I guess I guess I'll go. Well, I uh I do see Red Bull uh being strong, so probably one two. Um I'm I'm not going to count Aston Martin on the podium this one. Uh, I, I think they they were riding a high. Alonzo was trying to prove something, coming to a team, showing he's going to be top dog in this team, obviously. Lance. Um... Yeah, so I, I, I just see a good performance out of Aston Martin. I just don't see them on the podium. Uh, I think Red Bull's going to – or not Red Bull. Ferrari's going to get Leclerc. Most likely Leclerc on the podium, probably, probably in third. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really have any predictions other than that. Okay. All right. Well, long, I think long, that long pause. <laughs> no, sorry. I think that. Um... <laughs> Man, so whenever I do these predictions, I really struggle between being objective and just what I want. So I don't think, I think that like Red Bull's got a good thing going for them. I think they're going to do well no matter what. I think that uh, Ferrari is going to be in the race, but they're probably (laughs) not going to be competing for first and second. It's probably just going to be a Chaco participating yeah. in the race well i don't want to say they're just like gonna be part so they're, they're going to be fast and they're going to do well enough to where people you know like the lower field's not gonna be able to pass them and i think that austin martin which so far has like shown itself to be the next fastest team on the track is not going to be 
you know, super touching him. I know we had Fernando Alonso that was passing uh, Carlos Sainz, but that's not to say that he would have passed a player. He probably might have, but, um, you know, that third Red Bull car, which, I mean, if you really look at it, I don't want to get into it, but if you really look at it, it's not super. Well, Leclerc had decent pace up until he DNF'd. Yeah, but I mean that's that's just it though. I mean you can have great pace, but look at Verstappen last year in Vakun or uh, Bahrain. Great pace, you don't DNF, you don't get to see the checkered flag, or you do DNF, you don't get to see, see the checkered flag. I think that the dogfights and like the really good exciting parts of this race are going to be from the midfield back. I, I don't oh, think probably, that we're yeah. going to see anything exciting from uh, Red Bull, Ferrari, or. Austin Martin, you might. I think that like Alonso is probably going to take it away and, and do really well. So your main battle between Austin Martin is going to be with Mercedes. So I'd watch out for that. There's there's going to be a safety car in this race. So oh for sure. If you look for proper pit strategy, then I think that I think that if Red Bull screws the pooch and really fucks themselves and Ferrari gets a really good lucky get on the caution or the, the safety car, they could pull out a dub or a podium, maybe two podiums, but it's going to be at, at least, a, I don't say at least, at most, at least a Leclerc on podium and or there's going to be a Ferrari on a podium and it's going to be two Red Bulls. I don't think that, uh, if both Ferraris can stay on track, that uh, Austin Martin's going to have to pace to outdo them. Because this this is a track that's best suited for Ferrari in the last track, arguably. I think that wild card, what's going to happen is we're going to see Hülkenberg get his um, first podium. Let me know. Oh, fuck. I didn't give a wild card. No, you didn't give a wild card. Oh, dang. All right. Well, when you're done, I'm going to give my wild card. That was pretty much it. I think that you know it's going to be a rough one Ferrari for Ferrari this year. I think that uh, you know Max Verstappen and fucking I, I think like I, I read somewhere that if if Max Verstappen keeps with the pace of getting dubs uh, every race, then he will become champion at his home race in one of his three home races in, in Zavenport, which is in <laughs> um the Netherlands. The Netherlands. <clears throat> So yeah, that that's it. That's all I got. Nice, 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 nice. Um, I was gonna Dan, come in your, with something. What was I gonna your say? Wild card. Your wild oh, card. my wild card. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so my wild card. All right, I said uh, Logan Sargent in the first race was just gonna be on track, head forward, finish the race. He did that. He did well and finished twelfth. So it's it's in the grasping of points. I uh, I see I see Sergeant hitting points this weekend. I don't know how. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I th- I think Williams is going to grab points this weekend, both from Albon and Sergeant. Albon had a great race last weekend, so I I, I think both of them are going to come out looking good. I think uh new American driver is gonna stun some folk and we're gonna we're gonna have a Williams team maybe to be reckoned with in the midfield. All right. Yeah, I would I would love to see Logan Sargent do well. <clears throat> I don't think McLaren's gonna do well. I think they're gonna be <laughs> at the bottom. I think, yeah, I think be they're fucking 
scraping the it, bottom of the barrel. It's, it's going to be some time before we see them figure out their issues. I think. Yeah, that that I would not be surprised in like the next couple of races, if they're not one of the teams that are like, hey, uh, yeah, so this season's just going to be a wash. We're just planning for next season, you know, which really sucks for. Um, like especially Piastri because fucking <laughs> he got such all a that weird hoop- battle. All that hoopla that went oh, down. Yeah. yeah. No shit. Bet he's regretting that now. Mm-hmm. 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 More reason for uh, Ricardo to be smiling right now. Ricardo. But yeah, so I think that's pretty much it from us at the uh, Tire Preference Podcast this time. So thank you all so much for listening and sticking with us and this is what episode 46 we got four more episodes until episode 50 we're at 44 got six is, episodes to the 50 this is so we're recording currently 44 45 45 so when this one gets released, oh we will 45 record. yeah uh, 45 then we get the uh the will of trump in on our Oh God! <laughs> I don't know why I, I decided to say that. But... That's because you're in Florida. I don't know why. Like... I don't know. Yeah, I guess Florida's running off. I, I just heard forty-five and thought Trump. You why'd see you it a think, lot down here. Why'd you think of Trump when you heard the number forty-five? Because you see this president? shit all the time. He's the forty-fifth president. You see forty-five uh, squared. On hats all the time. It's fucking bullshit. Come on. 40, 45, so it's he's not even an election year. He's going to be the, what, the fucking up. 10 millionth president. 45 squared. 45 yeah. times itself. 45 times. Uh, they're not Jesus. smart people. No. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure but it out. we don't care where you come from. Just don't be an idiot. Just thank you for listening to yeah. us. And uh, Don't be an idiot like F1. Those yeah, just like just like F one. That's all you need. Just yeah, you know what? Just only talk about F one. I don't want to hear about nothing that's not F one. You know, in our comments or anything like that, because there are other places to comment that shit. Just talk about F one. That's all you need. That's all you need. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So, so we're going to do our uh, social media shout outs. I'm saying that more for myself than uh, everyone else. So you can uh, find. Me at the Red Kennedy forty five on Instagram, the Red Kennedy on Twitter. You can find the podcast at the Preference Pod on Twitter, and the Tire Reference Podcast on YouTube, which is also linked to Dave's video game. Thanks, Snickle Fritz. And with that, Dave, why don't you take it away with your social means? I find me at the uh, Instagrams on uh, Maximum underscore Dave. You can find me and my wife at. Featuring next Friday on the Instagrams as well. Yeah, look for we, big updates from that soon. Yeah, pretty cool stuff yeah. there. You can find me at t.k.66 on Instagram. That's it. That's the only spot I'm really at. Yep. That's pretty much it. So um, thank you all again so much for uh, tuning in and liking and subscribing. Please do that. Tell a friend. And uh, while you're doing that, why don't you just keep within track limits? I say just hammer it, hit the gas, just fuck the brake limits, just hammer it. Fuck around and find out. Yeah, you fuck around and find out enough, you become a stain on the wall. Hit those breaking points, folks. (laughs) 
All right. Well, we'll catch you guys later. <laughs> With that. I love you guys. <laughs> I'll find that report button. <laughs>